Not that you care, I'm Ronnie West. So I've decided to highlight a few of my favorite episodes of my other podcast, Talk and Film. I wanted to feature these conversations because I thought they were very interesting and weren't just topic specific. On this episode, I chat with Megan from Sun Control. She is their graphic designer and she walks me through the process that it takes to create a decal for different surfaces and for different customers and it's very cool just to kind of get a behind the scenes look of her process all right let's get started so i want to welcome everybody back to talk and film uh my guest today is megan from sun control to give you a little backstory on how i met her uh my buddy who i helped create a social media presence for finnegan's tap house minneapolis wanted to create some sort of a trophy. And so basically we looked into getting some sort of a wrap or a sticker, which then led us to Sun Control. So thanks again, Megan, for joining us. How did you take David's idea and turn it into something that can be put on a film and then placed on a bottle? What was your role? Yeah, so actually one of our owners here actually has a couple of restaurants and whatnot. So Weird things like that have come up before. Um, the nice thing about the growler was that it was an actual glass application. Um, so originally we wanted it to actually be a full wrap around the growler, but after further looking at the growler, we determined that it actually wasn't straight. So we kind of had to go to like a sticker route option, which ended up being a lot easier for everyone else to apply and, you know, just kind of make it more cost effective too in the end. Um, so the nice thing about the Finnegan's is they already had a solid branding and logo um, concept laid out for me. So all I kind of had to do was, you know, put a little creative twist on it to kind of make these growlers and, stickers, I guess, for the goal purpose of the, the trophy of the growler. So we decided, you know, the colors, the font, and then kind of the size that the sticker ultimately should be. And then I did a proof for them to review too. So prior to production, I always kind of supply a rendering to be approved. That way the customer knows pretty much exactly what they're going to be getting before they even get the final product. So that's kind of that job in a whole kind of start to finish kind of I gotcha. spiel. Now, you mentioned yeah. that the glass was a very easy surface to put on. What are other surfaces that you've either had issues with or that just tend to be more difficult? And I'm assuming... Yeah, so... Sorry, I was also assuming that you're... When you're saying sticker film, are you using like a regular window film or is this a different type of material, kind of almost more of like a wrap type film? Yeah. So depending on the surface type, it's we kind of vary. It's going to go between like a, a vehicle film or like a vehicle vinyl or a wall vinyl type of application, okay. again, depending on the surface type and depending how intricate the um graphic is going to be so sometimes there's different types of adhesives and basically if you're trying to weed out little areas it 
it benefits the installers to use a certain type of film, so on and so forth. So with this one, it was just kind of, you know, this is what's going to stick to the glass best, and this is what's going to be easiest for the customer to install themselves. Um, so I want to say we used a 3M1080 with a matte laminate to kind of achieve that um, sticker look for the growler. Yeah. And I use the word sticker just because that's kind of more of a broad term that customers generally use other than vinyl, because vinyl can be, you know, confused for like wood vinyl or anything like that. So what's funny is that I was trying to explain to David and he kept saying, I want it wrapped. I want it wrapped. And then finally, once we decided what he was looking for, I just said, you're looking for a sticker. And so <laughs> I think that kind yep. of carried over from there. Uh, so you've kind of explained a little bit, kind of the final process. What's, is that typically your role when working on a project? Are you either creating something that the customers bring in or do you even begin from scratch and kind of create a logo or stuff for the customers. And, and like you said, it also like uh, some of the stuff you had sent over before we started talking was uh, like you said, the, the mock-ups and the graphics, yep. how does that help the installers then in, besides just kind of explaining to the customer, like this is how it's going to look, what benefits do the installers actually have from that? Yeah. So basically what, I do here is kind of a broad range of things. So I do anything from logo design to just throwing a rendering together for the customer or creating just some basic install plans for the installers. Um, so we have done, you know, I've had customers come in that have no logo design. They're a startup business and they just want something on their vehicle. So I create them, you know, a basic logo with some colors and then we create a fleet kind of graphic for them. Um, but then I have other customers who come in and they have a business card, a logo, and they just want it, you know, can we put something like this on my vehicle? So then I just have to basically copy that and, you know, make it look nice depending on the vehicle and size that they're going for. So it kind of ranges on a day-to-day -day whether I'm being super creative or if I'm just taking people's, artwork that they already have and sticking it on glass or wall. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be nice to kind of have like that job that keeps you on your toes if you don't know what you're coming into. Yeah, it depends on the day. Some days I'm feeling really creative and other days I'm, I like to just go through the motions of just creating some install plans. So I think that's all of us. It's kind of nice to have that variety. Yeah. So how did you get into graphic design? Obviously, you went to school for it. Where did your passion for design come from? And, and also, how did you come to work at Sun Control? Yeah, so I kind of always thought I would go to school for graphic design. And I went back and forth between that and, like, architecture. Um, in the end, I kind of decided graphic design was a better fit for me. Uh, I like being artistic and creative, but I also didn't, I liked having parameters. So I liked having limitations with my art or, you know, my ads, I guess now that I do, I like being able, someone telling me, here's what I want. Here's my cost. Here's my size. Here's my logo or here's my colors I'm thinking. And then I put it together with parameters versus with a type of art, you know, art was, 
you know, here's sky's the limit. And I liked being kind of having parameters. So the way sun control worked in was um, I was actually working at a bar in uptown Minneapolis and I was talking to one of my managers and I said, Hey, I need to get an internship. I just moved back to the cities from Fargo and he actually knew one of the owners here and he was like, well, let me reach out to him. And so my job was just kind of created here at Sun Control because they were turning away a lot of uh, creative jobs basically because they didn't have the time or someone to create a really, you know, so if a customer came in and they had no idea what they wanted, we had to turn it away basically because they didn't have someone to design something new for them. So that's where my job kind of came into play. And it actually just kind of took a life of its own where now I create the install plans for the installers, like you kind of mentioned earlier. So basically laying out the customer's you know, here's their conference room, here's pane A, B, C, D, and E. And then the installers can just go there, roll out the piece of film, stick it on the glass that I have associated with on the um, install plan. And it's kind of gone from design to kind of helping out the whole process in the end. No, that's that's awesome. Way to start something you like and kind of build it into a career. That's I think that's everybody's goal in life. Yeah. Yeah, and it definitely, it's not something that I ever thought would be the profession that I would end up in. You know, I feel like people think graphic design and they think, you know, studios and logo branding and, you know, all the marketing type of firms. But what I like about this is that I'm not confined to one thing now. I'm doing car graphics and conference room graphics and wall graphics and signs so i like the fact that there's so much diversity in this job and i think that's kind of one thing that i think is cool for future like graphic designers or whatnot that there's like this whole other realm of jobs that exist that they probably don't even know are out there no i completely agree that's kind of me starting off with this job, I didn't even realize this market existed. And now just doing the podcast, I keep thinking about all these new graphics I hadn't thought of because I've only thought of cars. The last episode, our my guest was talking about all of the the COVID markers and grocery stores, the floor graphics and all that. So it's the, just everything is kind of blowing up right now, especially when it's considered with design. Yep. So kind of like temporary signs. So um, like I said, one of the owners here, he actually owns a couple of restaurants as well. So we've been creating a lot of, you know, new signage for him and, you know, the floor graphics and that kind of thing. So it's just kind of interesting to see all the elements. We like to kind of say we're like a one-stop shop and we've really grown out of our name here at Sun Control because we have a whole production room now where we do just, you know, film and fleet graphics and wall graphics and so sun control doesn't even fit into the category of everything we do anymore it's more yeah you have to tell todd to rename um, the business suit <laughs> yeah and <laughs> multimedia I even go about that. <laughs> uh so going off of that and i've noticed in one of your mock-ups and at least i've played around with photoshop some what programs are you typically using and also What's one software or tool that you wish you could have that would help you with your job? Yeah, so 
obviously with my graphic design degree background, I use Adobe program. So I use Illustrator and Photoshop. Um, what I start with is Illustrator and I, the sales reps or myself will go out and field verify, you know, everything from the window panes to where the window starts, you know, like the mullions and the gaps in the glass or the wall size where there's an outlet and and then I kind of make like a digital rendering. From there, you know, I feel like a, a lot of customers are very visual. So I started playing around with Photoshop a little bit more and taking pictures of their actual area and trying to mock up the film onto the actual glass or the wall in this realistic way. And I feel like it took a couple tries to kind of, you know, manipulate it and get the perspective right. But once you kind of look up a few tricks and tips you can kind of render it to where it looks like exactly what it's going to look like after the install because I've compared some mock-ups of mine compared to the actual installs and I don't think you'd be able to tell which one is which at that point um, so that was kind of I think that's a really nice um, feature that we kind of have for our clients here where there's no worry that they're going to get something stuck on there and not like it with the abilities of Photoshop and Illustrator now. Um, it is tedious sometimes, so that would be my only, you know, um, you know, everything's obviously evolving day to day with the Adobe programs, but it's sometimes, you know, the expectation of my mock-up versus what actually gets portrayed sometimes is not always there depending on the type of film because some of those films are so intricate and fine detail that how do you put that on an image so those are kind of my limitations now I think down the line um and this is maybe totally off kind of your question but I was thinking about um computer software and how there's actually film now that you can turn off and on have you heard about that? You know, where you like turn on the film and it turns into a frost. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I'm a yeah. big fan of 24 and they actually had that like in the second season where you flick a light switch and all of a sudden like the whole glass yeah. wall goes frosted, which I always thought was cool. And that yeah. was years ago. So that's, it seemed more futuristic right. and, too, but no, that's. Yeah. So I think it would be really cool to somehow, I mean, and I don't know how this would play into my job, but it would be very interesting to start to see this electronic film that could be easily switched out because I feel like we do a lot of applications where I tell them to put any type of branding of, I'm sure you're kind of like on the outside of the glass versus the inside of us. So we'll put the frost film on the inside and their branding on the outside. That way, if they decide to change their branding or their colors, it can easily be removed without removing the film. But it would be nice with that electronic film if you could just, you know, plug in a different USB and change the whole look, you know, Yeah, or different colors, different branding or a different message. So I think that whole idea of the electronic film could really take off with, you know, being able to change out your saying for the, you know, the quarter changing out your colors or your, you know, fall summer seasons kind of look. So. No, that makes sense. It's I, there was a, like a vitamin shop 
by my old place where they would always have a new painter come out. And granted, unfortunately, that painter would probably be out of a job. But every season there was a new right. graphic or a new like a snowman during winter or hearts during Valentine's. And that I was just thinking about cars when you mentioned the electronic stuff of whether it's like on the windshield, you can see like miles per hour or your directions. But I, I totally mm-hmm. blanked on that. You could put this in a storefront and they could show their their sales for the week or something and kind of change those out so that is a an incredible application i think would be awesome in the future if it's not there now right and i mean that's where i think my job could evolve into you know kind of that motion design even um you know 3d motion art and everything is just taking off now with like after effects is another program uh, in the adobe kind of world where a lot of those kind of uh, vector graphic illustrations that you see for like commercials and whatnot, uh, I feel like are really popular. And so being able to like almost animate this type of graphic onto a conference room or a wall with a film would just be, you know, kind of a whole new. Yeah, the whole new realm of possibility. I think that would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being able to brand and being able to like, ch- like I said, change out your message is just kind of. So I think that electronic film would be very cool for this field. No, that's awesome. That's uh, you got my mind going. I, I'm thinking of all different kinds of applications <laughs> now. Uh, so in the end, what would you want small businesses to either think about, whether it's bringing on a graphic designer or contracting out one? Like, what? How in the would that help them grow their business and help their bottom line? Yeah. So, I mean, here they obviously didn't have a designer on staff when I started here at Sun Control. It was just kind of um, one of the bosses knew the programs pretty well. Um, But what I did is I tried to keep things consistent. So the consistency of our branding, the consistency of our fonts and our logos, because repetition and branding branding and consistency, I feel like is what um, people recognize. So if you keep seeing different colors and different fonts, your eyes aren't going to remember the brand anymore. Um, So that's what I try to inform people when I'm helping them design their brand or, you know, cause we work with a lot of smaller companies if I'm designing it. So I try to say, keep it simple, you know, let's kind of keep with these same colors, keep this logo, you know, easily, to, easy to read type of things. Um, so kind of off track here uh, with my thought process, but does, Hiring a designer sometimes, I mean, depending on the size of the company, there's so many different uh, helpful internet type of computer softwares that you can use now, whereas I was creating all the ads and everything for us before, whereas now um, someone at the front does that instead because there's just an easy program where they can click and type, but then they can kind of keep it branded to us. So I don't have to stop and do that kind of thing. Um, So I think just getting a good starting point for a small business of your colors, your fonts, your logo, and then just kind of keep putting that out there consistently the same way is going to give the same record. You're going to keep to become familiar over and over again, the brand recognition. Yeah. The brand recognition. So I think that would be why it is important to hire someone who kind of knows, um, 
that graphic design and marketing kind of vibe for small businesses. Uh, just someone that understands, you know, that kind of less is more sometimes. You don't need all the verbiage and all the images. Sometimes just that brand recognition is going to help your business. No, I, I, you make me remind me of uh, my father always telling me of the KISS method to keep it simple, stupid, and try to tone down your <laughs> colors and tone down all your words and just try to get your message across in the sort as possible. Well, I want to thank yeah. you so much. You've got my mind wandering on a bunch of different topics of thinking about different things. Uh, so I want to thank you, Megan, for coming on. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us. Until next time, this has been Talk and Film. Thank you, Ronnie. Appreciate it. All right. That's going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank Megan for joining me. If you had questions or wanted to learn more about what she or Sun Control of Minnesota does, just make sure to check out the podcast descriptions. We'll have links to everything down there. If you wanted any more information on the Run West Media Podcast, make sure to head to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or all your social media needs. Run West Media, all one word. Until next time, not that you care, I'm Ronnie West. Not that you care is a 2022 Running West Media production.